Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to Mother. No, it's Mother. Welcome to Mother, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences. We're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way you never have before, but have always needed. It's time we rewrite the Mud Her Code. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Mud Her. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, and together we are rewriting the Mother Code. Today's episode is beyond special to me, truly, because I share the mic with our two daughters, Morgan and Hannah. And I will tell you, it took some time to get this set up and done. Yes, we are all very busy adults with very full lives, but I'm aware that we've also felt really vulnerable. But we jumped in and did it, and I'm super grateful that they were willing to play. This episode is airing a couple days before National Take Your Kids to Work Day on April 22nd. So we use that as a jumping off point to explore working mothers and the codes we write in our children. And since I was a working mother, there were only a few years in my mothering journey where I was not working outside the home because doing paid work because mothers are working all the time. Without talking ahead of time or preparing any answers, I opened the discussion sharing, you know, with them how I was recalling that I didn't, I never took them to my office on take your kids to work day. I didn't think it was a good thing to do because I was actually, you know, in coaching sessions a fair amount. And what were they going to do? Just sit around. But it really was a missed opportunity. So in doing this podcast, it allowed me to 
you know, explore, look back, have feelings about, you know, the, some of the choices that I made. And then I invited them, you know, to share what was it like to have a working mom, positive and negative. And they jumped right in. And what I, I'm hoping for you, my listeners, is to get a sense of the journey of choices made in mothering through the whole continuum. And the mutual journey we're on all the time, you know, with our children or those who we're close to and, you know, who we're choosing to mother and that there's impacts of those choices, but those impacts aren't a, a test. They're not a, did I do it right? Did I do it wrong? No, they're just choices. That's what they are. And we make them, you know, as consciously, and that's a lot of what, you know, I work on here is that I want us to make those choices as discerned and deep and critical thinking kind of place and then even if we didn't, that's okay too, but we can still learn from them. So us coming together allowed us to explore and look at and, you know, and see some places that were both beautiful and painful. As always, I hope it opens up a space for you to honor the choices you're making on your mothering journey today, in the future, and to provide a space for you to explore not only the specific topic, should I work or not if I'm a mother of children, but all of the many choices we encounter every day. Okay, without further ado, let's jump in. All right, so welcome Morgan and Hannah to my podcast. Hey. Yay, thanks for having us. You're welcome. <laughs> it's been a, a while to get us going, but we did it, so I'm proud of us. Yay. We're here. Woo-hoo. We are all together making we it are. work. So. There's lots of things like when I thought about doing a podcast with the two of you or an episode, I'm, I'm hoping you'll keep it open for future ones, but uh, lots of topics I'd love to explore uh, with the both of you. But it turns out that one that's coming up this month that we're going to focus on is April 22nd is National Take Your Kids to Work Day. Woo-hoo. So just out of that... That got, you know, me thinking about, you know, you guys grew up in a household with two, for the most part, working parents. And when I thought about national taking kids to work day, I know I never took the two of you to work because I'm a coach and what good would it do to like take you to my work and then have you sit outside a coaching office because you couldn't come in the coaching room. But then I also felt sad. I'm like, well, there still was other things we could have done. And I don't know, it got me thinking a lot about then what was it like for the two of you? And I know we've had some conversations about this topic and a working mom, and I just wanted to open it up and see, you know, from your perspectives, what was your experience? And then we'll explore from there. So what was your experience? And and it could be about me, but also dad and having, you know, working parents and what that was like. I think you know, there's definitely, there were definitely a lot of pros and cons. I loved when you're older, you know, looking back on it, I loved having the role model of being able to do whatever you want when you're a mom, like you can have the best of both worlds is what I mean. And I think it was really, you know, it's really inspiring to be able to have that model in my life. But also, you know, it was kind of hard at some times when I was home alone and I wanted to get a dog, especially when Morgan left, because it was sometimes lonely, but I learned a lot of independence. I learned a lot of good strategies and such for taking care of myself sometimes, which was, I think, an advantage. Yeah. I think we, there's a a lot of my friends who had stay at home moms and it's hard to compare because they would have their moms make their lunches and be Mm -hmm. at everything and go shopping for them during the day. And at the time that was like, that meant everything. But now looking back, I'm 
definitely happy to now that I'm in the working world too, to have had that role model. And I think it taught me a lot of independence with making my own lunch with when I was old enough, taking the train by myself to school and kind of paving my own path. And I think that's kind of inspired a lot of choices that I've made with going to college farther away because I felt comfortable and didn't feel like I relied on you as much or was so enmeshed in, in our relationship, but knew I could still count on you. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And we learned yeah. to be able to communicate when we're not together. You know what I mean? Like cross distances. And if, when you guys would go on trips, especially even pilgrimages, like mm-hmm. I had a lot of feelings about that when I was younger and we both did and I would always get sick or whatever. But, you know, I think that really translated into my adult life as like being okay with being alone and being able to provide for myself a little. Yeah. I also think was an example of a lot of tough decisions you had to make choosing between your work and and mm-hmm. us sometimes and still at the time didn't really understand that I'm like well why aren't you coming to my prom or every soccer game <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> but <laughs> looking back it's like really is not as important in anything that I really did need before you were there so sad yeah. about prom. But. No, I know. <laughs> and you know, it's not like I feel like every decision I made was like, well, it was I know it was right. You know, there were sometimes hard choices, sometimes well thought out choices, and sometimes choices that I knew would disappoint someone. It was either going to be you guys or, you know, something mm. related to work, or even if it wasn't exactly work related, it might have been, you know dad and me going, we had a commitment that we made to ourselves of doing a spiritual pilgrimage every year. And that meant, although Morgan did get to come on one when she was seven weeks old, um, <laughs> the, uh, that meant, you know, figuring out how to have you guys well taken care of while we were gone in the service of, and I was held, like, I want this to like have impact and meaning on the family. It was never like, I got to get away from my kids, you know, or <laughs> oh, yeah. like, you know, that <laughs> feeling or whatever. But I, as I was thinking about doing this episode, I realized like, wow, I, one regret I have around it. I want to hear what you guys think, or if this would have made any difference was having more conversations about when I think about taking your kids to work day, it's so that you can get a real sense of, you know, your parents work and what they do. It isn't, they just go off. And I kind of regret not having more conversations about my work or having you be even more part of it or understanding it or why it mattered. And not in a way to like, make you like feel better, but just to have some of those conversations, you know, and, like a dialogue and, about know. it. Yeah. yeah. I think that would have been helpful just to feel a part of it, I guess. And that, like, you want us to know what you're doing when you're not with us so that we can feel even like a little bit of connection or something with it. I do remember like just this memory just popped into my head of sitting outside of one of your coaching sessions and whoever you were with was expressing a lot and like yelling. And I like was sitting outside the door considering going in. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> it's not okay. Danger. <laughs> her. Go help her. Right. <laughs> but I remember then I think we did then I asked you about it and you're like, Yeah, that's okay. That happened. And like yeah. we got into a little dialogue about it, but Definitely. But that could have been cool. I mean, I know we tried to like bring some of the principles, you know, into the family, but just even from a, from a work perspective. And so. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend, but in considering it, 
Hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go. It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. Before I go there, a question came into my mind. Like, I think dad and I had a very kind of, I don't know if old fashioned is the right word, but definitely a traditional marriage, even though I worked, you know, he was considered the breadwinner. You know, there was a very much a masculine feminine thing going on that I would say was a more traditional marriage that way. And I wondered how, like how you two saw that, what, like through your lens and what differences that you saw in us and our work lives and, and how, or if it, that impacted you? Yeah, I think there was definitely some messaging just because I feel like it was clear for me, at least that dad made more money. And and so then that sometimes made me devalue your work a little just because we didn't really talk about it as much. And then when you did, like we talked about before, make those hard decisions, I was like, well, why are you choosing this when it's not even making money over me? So I think that 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 was tough. And I do think like, while you both did work, you have more flexible schedule. So you are, were also able to be home more. So then mm-hmm. that kind of created an illusion that dad works more, but you just work different. I agree. I think it was like semi-traditional, like when in comparison mm-hmm. to other people when I was younger and, you know, look at them and then look at us, it would be like the mom is either completely at home taking care of the kids or, or doing like a little 
side job because they were like bored, whereas you had a career more. And so that was just a difference. Like you're not, it wasn't totally working mom. It wasn't totally stay at home mom. It was like a blend, which I think was nice, sometimes hard because no one else could really relate in some ways. But it was also just like, looking back, I just really respect your passion for it, I think, because you were going after your own desires. So I see that now. It was harder than when, you know, you want your mom to be around all the time. Then and then that <laughs> would have fostered like a weird reliance. Like Morgan was kind of saying, I think it could have been almost too much, maybe. Dad, yeah, I agree with Morgan that it was definitely traditional in the way that he had the same hours every day, basically. He would travel more, like he was, that was like his life more, but you kind of had to balance. It was, it was different, more so than he did. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't really put in the effort as much to come to games, some for sure, but things like that, I think were more traditional. Yeah, definitely. So if you were, I mean, obviously you both know now, you know, what I'm doing and what I speak about at Rewrite the Mother Code. And through that lens, like, what do you think you took away or learned or like codes that got written in, in the two of you around motherhood? And that can be anything, like it could be work-related, but just in this conversation, what are some that you might even be aware of readily? I would say when it comes to organized relationship, you had a good you had a really effective way of letting us figure things out. You wouldn't step in too much and meddle. And I think that was really helpful for our relationship. Um, as a mother, you you know wanted us to take responsibility and figure it out on our own to learn those type of strategies and problem solving. And I think that was really helpful. And you let us come to you with things. You were really not overbearing in the way that like you were constantly asking what we were doing with who, when, all the time. Like you put this trust in us that I think was really special and unique from other people that, that I really appreciated. Yeah, and I think oh, the traditional definition of motherhood is like giving everything to your kids. But I think something that you did well and with working is that you valued yourself too, mothered us and yourself. That helped us and be independent and foster our own relationships and pay their own paths. And I think that the mothering then was being there for us, but not controlling or forgiving us everything that we asked for. <laughs> In a good way. So when you think about choices around uh, mothering, you know, and motherhood, which is having kids. And, you know, I talk about that, you know, as women, we can choose to mother children. We can also mother, you know, careers and relationships and ideas and dreams. When you think about, you know, down the line or that, like the concept of mothering or motherhood, uh, which is definitely having kids, like what's your current thinking wiring around that based on what, you know, you grew up with or the culture and, you know, any, any thoughts that you have around that? I definitely think, I have the power to do it on my own terms. And I think that came from you and came from how I don't have to conform to traditional mothering norms that are like, like Morgan said, like you give your child everything, you sacrifice your whole life for them and bend over backwards and, and I can do it on my own terms. Yeah, I agree. And I think that now I think more about mothering my own career and thinking about kind of the vision and also mothering my relationship and creating visions outside of just the traditional motherhood and how I can really nurture and cultivate a lot of deep relationships mm. otherwise. Yeah. And especially mothering oh. myself in motherhood. Oh, yeah. 
Say more about that. The typical definition, the stereotype definition of mothering is doing it, like putting it on someone else instead of directing it towards yourself, like mothering someone instead of internally. It has to be like for someone else's benefit instead of your own in mm-hmm. our society, I would say. So I think like carrying that piece in with me is really important to be aware of and not a lot of it, people don't discuss it a lot, which is why I think your work is so cool because, you know, it seems like self-sacrifice instead of self-love in our society. And so I think that's going to be something I definitely am cognizant of. Yeah, for sure. You know, just to say out loud, it's we're having this conversation on podcasts in a way that we've never had ourselves before, you know, and, and spoken cool. about this way. So I'm yeah. definitely aware that, you know, it's like, whoa, like <laughs> what what are they gonna say? You know, and oh I I you know, I like what they're saying, but I also am aware that anything, you know, that is your experience and I know we're gonna continue that journey. And, you know, we've worked pretty hard as a family to have times where we really tell the truth to each other and share things that we liked and didn't like and along the way. But, I, I, you know, yeah, that's super important. I think important, that's a way so. that you, you brought your work home to us, even though we weren't actually in your office, but you brought mm-hmm. a lot of the things that you would talk about in sessions or practices back to us, like the feelings game that we would play um, yeah. at our family dinners and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I do yeah. think we had a good understanding of, of some of the basic concepts of what your job was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is kind of a different way to look at it, right? Like that's. I also think if we didn't go on these mother, daughter, father, daughter, family adventures, mm-hmm. I would feel way more separated from your work. And so like mm-hmm. that helped and helps me now know how important it is and how valuable it is and how I probably wouldn't be the same person without it. And so, you know, that really helped if I was ever struggling with you not being around I think like you're following your passion and doing good for others. And no, that's really cool. I, I, mm-hmm. This may be the last question. I'm not promising, but I, 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 it could be the last one, but one, we may not end on this note, but are you aware? Okay. It's, you know, you've shared and I appreciate, you know, kind of a, probably more so on the positive sides of what, you know, the outcome of the choices I made, the choices dad and I made. Um, are there things, anything that you're aware of? Like, well, I'm definitely going to do this differently or, yeah, maybe I like that, but I might consider, you know, doing some things differently if you're, if you've already thought about that or if you haven't, it's fine. But I wondered if there's any of those that have already bubbled to the surface. I think something that I have thought of before, but I really don't know how I'm going to implement it. Just like first thing that would come to mind is for me, because we were so starkly not allowed to like have sugar at some points or have TV or something like I would go to my friend's houses and just want to do those things. Or I like, I reacted in the way that I would like get as much as I can wherever I could. And like, I would hide watching TV in my bed or something, you know, because I couldn't do it. And then it just kind of became like more of an addiction maybe because I was like, it was so, and it was so felt so wrong and felt so like, not allowed completely even though yes we would watch movies or like whatever it just I think I wouldn't crave or want it as much if I was like if I wasn't so if there was more just a balance or it wasn't it wasn't so all or nothing is what I'm hearing exactly yeah like, I think we that do that differently be- so it didn't make it like such a rebellious thing to go yeah thank you exactly have to do that's great yeah I totally get that one we're gonna have a healthy lifestyle we're gonna be conscious you know and it's like more kind of was out of scarcity and fear than discussions and balance and how can we have some of that but not overdo it so 
Yeah. I exactly. love you taking that on. <laughs> you can definitely do <laughs> that know. better. <laughs> Not be easy. Obviously okay. that balance just seems like kind of impossible because I have friends who like only had junk food in their house and now they hate it and like didn't hey. want it then. You know what Reverse I mean? Psychology. Yeah. I didn't know. Shoot. I know. And like, it was just always there, like, eh, like it, this is gross. And then, yeah. you know, they didn't want it. It's like, it's not as like fun and like rewarding and novel for them. So yeah. Right. Which is interesting, <laughs> but who knows? It depends on the child. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to add more before we close up? Um, I was just going to say, I think one thing that stuck me was the missing the prom thing. So just trying to find that good balance and knowing there will be difficult decisions, but wanting to make mm-hmm. sure prioritizing important moments, which I think you did for the most part, but yeah. yeah. Whether it's, you know, like making a different choice, but really having, you know, maybe was there, was it possible to have a both and, or, you know, more um, something yeah, more that could have worked. Or... Yeah something that's so meaningful right. and, and to really like get each other like you know for me to really get why that meant so much to you instead of assume yeah the open communication part of it mm-hmm. i think is important for sure yeah well yeah. i guess and we're going to wrap up here and i just realized that i just got to take you to work day so we got to <laughs> celebrate taking because you're on my podcast and i took you to work so <laughs> Kind of silly, but I just had that thought. <laughs> <That> work. <laughs> Bring your daughter to work day. Yeah, I, I love brought my daughters to work day. Yeah, you're never too old to come to. You're never too old. Yeah. Never too old. Oh, well, getting the inside scoop. Totally. Well, this has been a huge treat for me. Thank you both so much and being, you know, honest and and open. And I hope it's the beginning of of I get to bring you to work more than just once a year on take your daughters to work day. <laughs> I agree. That, other yeah. topics we want to bring to the forefront. Awesome. Super cool. Well, you guys have an awesome day. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Mother. Wait, no. Subscribe to Mother Her. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com. I'll see you next time.